morning, everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am so excited to be here on this lovely spring day. We've got an incredible lineup. So sit, sit back, relax, listen to our full hour of Table for Two right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm Naomi Nachman, and for those of you who don't know me, I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it. Cook at restaurants, eat at restaurants, not cook at restaurants. That's Judy's job here. Uh, eat at restaurants. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call, but really not. Don't call me right now because I'm in the middle of a cookbook photo shoot for my book that's coming out this Hanukkah. I'm super excited, yet untitled book. Um, so uh, I hope you'll join me every week right here on the Nachum Siegel Network and hear from my exciting guests, hear about my food adventures, and sharing of great ideas and recipes each week. But I want to hear from you too. Email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com. You can join my um, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and check out my website, theaussiegourmet.com. <laughs> I think I got all that in. Um, and, of course, you can watch us right here on the Nacham Siegel Network every day <laughs> on our YouTube channel. We have a great YouTube channel on YouTube, youtube.com, and the network's channel on the YouTube website is Nachum Siegelnet. So you can see and listen, multi-century experience on Table for Two every week. Um, great lineup of guests. A um, couple months ago, I was at uh, Noga. I'm probably saying it wrong because I'm Australian if it's Noga or Noga. But uh, the owner, who also owns Bison and Burby, Judy Shagalov, is going to be joining us right here in the studio. And we have Gitty Halberstam, a woman in business who has created the new kosher kalua. Can I say that? The new kosher kalua. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not actually kalua she, because since it became off the market, she branded her own brand of coffee liqueur that is mind blowing. So we can't wait to share that with her. And there's your microphone. You can pull it so you can join in the conversation. But right here, right now, we are um, having a little food schmooze with everyone. Um, I want to hear about everybody's. Uh, we, it was Memorial Day this past week. Um, I realized when I signed off last week's show, I didn't say, have a great Memorial Weekend. <laughs> so now here we are almost a week later. Um, okay, guys, how's it going? Thank God. Everyone's good? Everyone's good? Great. I've got a great lineup here. We're, we're about to start talking. Okay, how was your long weekend? Was it really a long weekend? Sometimes Mondays are just Mondays. Public holiday or not. Okay. All right, so here we are. Talking to one of my favorite restaurant owners, I have been to both restaurants in the last year and enjoyed them both so much. Let's talk first with Dudi Shagalov, owner of Bison and Burbank. How are you doing? Doing great. Baruch Hashem. How long has Bison been open now? So actually in seven days is going to be exactly two years. We opened June 1st, 2016. I wrote, wow, that was, I can't believe how fast the time has gone. Yep. Time definitely flies. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hard two years, I'm sure. It's been, uh, yeah, I mean, the first few months was a little bit of uh, up and down. Obviously, we didn't necess- we didn't come from the food industry. Mm-hmm. It was something that we felt like it was super necessary to, to do once we saw, like, the space. Um, let's talk about that space. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's tell everyone where the space is because it's not on your typical Coney Island Avenue restaurant. Right. So we were actually, before Bison and Bourbon came about, my partners and I, we've been in a different industry for many years together. We're, we're doing import-export. and for, The Jewish industry. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, e-commerce and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, love it. So we we came to a certain point where we decided we wanted to open a restaurant. We were gearing more towards uh, Crown Heights, and happened to be that on our block, uh, where now Bison and Bourbon is, there's a um, a comedy club that it's it's not like a, a daily thing. It's called the Bell House, and my partner was invited to a birthday party over there at the comedy club, and he went in. And after the show, he walked a different way. Um, he walked out. It's on the block on right. 7th Street between 2nd and 3rd Avenue. It's on the corner of 2nd Avenue. And he parked on 6th Street. Okay. So the way in, he came from 2nd Avenue. The way out, he went through 3rd Avenue. And he happened to see this beautiful space that was a Turkish cafe before it was by Center Bourbon. And he walked in on a Thursday night and there was no one there. So... Um, we saw one person sitting at the bar. We thought it was a customer. It happened to be the the bartender. Well, that's so sad. Yeah. And uh, he called me up right away, sent me a few photos, and uh, we, he asked the bartender, uh, where's the owner? And he, they said that, come tomorrow 9 a.m., you'll see the owner. And so we did. We came 9 a.m., and we were there till about 6 or 7 p.m. <gasps> uh, negotiating. We, we had no clue that this was going to be our restaurant, but we just decided that we'll just go. From the night before? From the night before, and then within three I days, yeah, within three days, we basically had a contract. It was it, we saw the space, and it had to be kosher. You saw a vision. We saw a vision. Navua. Yeah, I mean, we deal a lot with uh, manufacturers, and when they come in, you know, usually we tr- we go out to places, and then usually we ask them what type of food they like, or we didn't always go to kosher places. We sometimes they wanted something that they knew from before from the other clients. We let them choose, but we couldn't eat there, obviously. Um, you know, sometimes we ask for, uh, you know, a shot of something. If it's in the evening, you know, we'll have a meeting and then afterwards we'll have a shot of whiskey or whatever it is. But it always felt something that we just couldn't eat anywhere. And it wasn't like we felt like there's something there's a missing in, in the community that we have to take care of. And that's how Bison and Bourbon came about. Uh, we felt like it was necessary uh, to open something like that. And thank God I can say that, uh, you know, it's a beautiful place and we really feel that we succeeded and... Thank God we're really busy. And uh, the area kind of chose us. We didn't choose the area. I love that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And the, the space is divine. I I, I'm try, I want to try to describe it. I'm sure I'll do it no justice. You walk in, there's a massive outdoor space, like a courtyard with a corridor. Yep. <laughs> they were making fun of me because I used the word corridor to talk about that hallway. <laughs> and they're like, that's very Australian of you. But I, I guess it's not an American way of saying hallway. But they have this Big, beautiful outdoor space, brick. It looks like you're in a French Parisian neighborhood. Yeah. And that's just the walkway up to the restaurant glass doors. You walk in and there's a fabulous space there. Two-floor restaurant. It's just gorgeous. In fact, it was so nice that the Food Network on television did a kosher dinner there a couple yeah. of years ago. Um, blown away by the I love that whole experience. Some some courses were each course was prepared by a different chef. Right. Um, some were better than others, but right. one of the best one was uh, from Alan B. <laughs> right. Um, he's super talented. Um, oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, that was um, Elior Bil Bilbul. Yeah, something I, like that. Yeah, I'm saying. I hope I'm saying it right, Elior. But that's the first time I met him, and now I've become buddies with him. Um, but um, his was amazing, and and it was a wonderful evening because the Food Network is going to allow. Some, yeah. have a restaurant it's got to be 
beautiful. Yeah, and your kitchen, you can walk in and you can have a look. As you walk up that beautiful outdoor Parisian courtyard, you get to look into the kitchen. It's yeah. got a glass wall. Did you do that or that was already there? So most of it, I would say that 75 to 80% of, of bison and bourbon was there uh, before. We had a designer, same designer that designed Noga. Uh, she came in. Her name is Maggie Rogatsky, super talented lady. Um, and she's from our community in Crown Heights. And she's just very well known. And she just took took from what it, how the look of a cafe that it was before. And she c- completely turned it into Bison and Bourbon. There was a lot of elements that she put in uh, with the walls. There was a lot of decorations there before that we just completely took off. We changed like we we changed twenty to twenty five percent of of what it was before. The windows were there before, okay. Um, but it was it was an you know usually the windows we have there's like screens over there. Yeah, I know that the previous owner wanted them sometimes certain times you know when they're baking they wanted it closed, and then when it's operational they wanted it open or something like that. But we we figured out that you know what we are we're here to show showcase what we can do and. Uh, why not keep it open? I love it. And you know, one of the most wonderful things about your restaurant besides the food is your bar. Yeah, the bar is amazing. You're, you're very well known for your drinks. Just really funny because right in front of us, if you're watching us, we have Gitty Halberstam's uh, cocktail bar set up in front, which she's going to do us a little uh, demo here <laughs> um, after after Judy's uh, interview. Um, but, you know, there's, something, there's nothing like a great cocktail in the summer and you can sit outdoors in your place and just enjoy Yep. So during the winter, I had a bet with my partner. Okay. What's going to sell more? Are we going to sell more wine glasses or are we going to sell more cocktails? And I can say that cocktails are, you know, I said wine because yeah. I love wine, but I also like cocktails. But I figured, you know, people, it's meat and people like wine. But you know what? I discovered that, I don't know about the past, but definitely the present is that people love to explore new things. And, you know, we have a very, very, diverse uh, bar menu and it's just amazing that you could always have all the new flavors we make everything in house we make all our bitters in house and what, what do you mean by bitter I don't, actually don't know what that means so cocktails are you know there's the regular cocktails that you might know like um, Kahlua and cream Kahlua and cream and stuff vodka like that and orange, vodka and orange yeah. exactly Jack and Coke but then there's stuff that usually you go to a little bit more creative crafty uh, bars where they make these bitters that are super concentrated. What would it, what's a bitter? So it's literally bitter. If you would if you would take a a, a drink out of it, like a sip of it, um, it's just going to be very bitter. Okay. But if you it's it's a concentrate from fruits or vegetables, depending on what you're putting it in. Um, but it's it's a mix of herbs. It could be fruits. It could be anything from the earth. And it basically they sim it for about. You know, I would say 14 hours, and then it sits somewhere for a few days, and then they go back on the fire for a little bit. Oh, wow. And it becomes really bitter. But once you make a cocktail and you put one or two drops into it, uh, there's another word you could call it angostura. I love yeah. when people know everything about their fields. You're wonderful. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Lemon, lime, and bitters. Is that what that, that yeah, means? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You hear that a lot when people order a cocktail, lemon, lime, and yeah. bitters. It's usually a gin with, with different fruits yeah, so, and bitters. Yeah, so it's that really concentrate that one or two drops is enough for the whole cocktail and it really gives it that extra special thing that usually cannot be done at home. Oh, fantastic. Okay, I hope we're all learning something here. Okay, did you know that? Okay, everyone's <laughs> learning something here on Table for Two this morning. Okay. All right, how's our Uber doing? 
Yeah, our Uber, our food is on the way. Okay. <laughs> He's four so more nice. Minutes. In four minutes, we're going to have food from Noga. So, but that's his other restaurant. So let's trans. So let's talk about the menu and Cindy and yep. <laughs> the whole gang at Bison, and then we'll flip into Noga. Definitely. So um, the menu, I would say, is something that just had to fit the concept, the way it looked. When I when we opened the restaurant, me and my partners, um, I'm I'm a very big meat eater. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, I just like when anybody, whenever I went to a restaurant, I love. I mean, I usually order ribs or lamb, um, steaks. You know, I also cook. I was I lived in China about twelve years ago. Really? For what? Yeah. Schlichus? Uh, work, work. Like Schlichus work or work. So work? yeah. So the year before, I was on Schlichus in Hong Kong. Cool. And then I haven't uh, gone. The, I've no? been to Hong Kong. Okay, you'll, you'll get there. I've done it. I've yeah. done a bit of Asia, but not Hong Kong. Yeah, so I was on Schlichus in Hong Kong in 2006, and then I met a few people, and I decided in 2007 to stay for a year in China in Guangzhou. I've and, been there. Oh, you've been I was to at the, Wait, at the airport, but they have a oh, big, okay. huge Chabad there. They have Canton. a huge Chabad. Yes. Yeah. And he's very close with me. He was uh, super nice. He let me stay. Meaning, I had my own apartment, but he he basically told me that. I know that one day uh, you'll make it. So everything you have, everything you want to eat, you know, they shecht over there in Mongolia. They shecht cows and a lot of a lot of meat. Everything you want, don't even tell me. Just take whatever you want from our freezer, our meat. And I basically cooked for myself for about eight months that I lived there. And um, everything was on the house from the Chabad house. He was super nice, Aww. the shliach over there. Till today, we're, we're, you know, I still travel. And um, yeah, so that's when I started getting into food. And it was always like so. So steaks, I always had. I always knew how to cook steaks. There was plenty of steaks, but not necessarily ribs or not necessarily lamb. And right. all those luxuries for me, you know, overseas started becoming very interesting. So anytime I went out, like so, as soon as like, you know, the first picture, if you go to bisonandbourbon.com, you'll see like ribs. You're not going to see a steaks because we're not necessarily a steakhouse. We don't want to be a steakhouse. We want to be very diverse. So anybody that wants to come in. Can just you know if he wants ribs, if he wants lamb, if he wants chicken, if he wants meat, if he wants steak. So that's what I th- I feel like. Bison and bourbon. The co- there's no real. I wouldn't say it's just meat. It's just like that's the concept. Good flashics. Good flashics. Okay, but you do it in a very interesting way. You got your flatbreads. You got your great appetizers. Yeah. Um, Uber's here. Oh, the Uber's here! Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> My SKA intern Rachel Ash is really working hard today. And she should me. be here now too. Oh, fantastic. You know, she's in 12th grade. She's doing an internship with me at the wow. end of 12th grade in my kids' high school. The girls go out and find these things that they might want to go into. I don't think she's going to end up coming into the food world, but she's a very good cook and shes uh, I know her family. She asked for the job um, to come work with me and I'm like, sure, and it's been fabulous. But yeah. today, <laughs> she really been working yeah. for her money. Yeah, We've there you uh, go. slipping up and down. Okay, great. So now you've got this great fleshy restaurant, great space, great food, great cocktails. Yep. And then we decided this is not enough. You went in for another one. Went in for another one. Yeah, so Noga came about, actually, it was an interesting story. I have a cousin, uh, I have family in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I met someone at the wedding in Pittsburgh. So Noga is actually in a hotel. That's so cool. Yeah. I was there. It's it's beautiful hotel and um um we we uh I, I so I didn't know about this hotel. It wasn't kosher, it was owned by an Israeli person and he somehow knew my my cousin from Pittsburgh and we met at the wedding. 
We just spoke randomly. Uh, we you d- have a lot of random things yeah. happen to you. Yeah. Random walks, the ruins, <laughs> exactly. whatever. That's, it's all from Hashem. That's what oh, it is. Don't forget that for a second. Yes. And um, we, we, we spoke a little bit. And nothing about hotel, nothing about restaurant. He had an existing restaurant in his uh, hotel, but wasn't kosher. But his son really wanted to do something kosher. Um, happened to be that the Chabad rabbi over here in the Lower East Side, Rabbi Stone, uh, said, why don't you contact uh, the guys from Bison and Bourbon? And he's like, wait a second, I met a guy that told me Bison and Bourbon, and it was a, sh- a click, and he said, come down, I want you to see the restaurant. We checked it out, and we said, you know, let's go for high-end dairy. Let's bring back kosher to the Lower East Side. Woohoo! Yeah, there you because go. Because there's not a lot left. That's right. I think there's one, the kosher store right here. Right, yeah. ZK? The, the East Side Glut. They sell pizza, they sell... Yeah, where were the supermarket, the Macaulay? He sells pizza and sushi and salad and wraps and all your small goods. Eastside Glad, is that still going? Yes, Eastside Glad. I think that's all that's left. When I used to live here 25 years ago, no. In the Lower East Side? Yeah, I got married nearly 25 years ago. We lived here for the first 10 years. There was Ratner's, there was the Grand Deli, there was Gus's Pickles, there was Bialy's. Maybe the Bialy's is still going. I think back then uh, even Russ and Daughters had a Heksha, no? No, no, no. No? The one he never had a Heksha, the one uptown does. And the museum. It's awesome. You should go. Yeah. Very good food. Okay. So I heard. Not as good as Noga. I'm not not sure if it's Chavisro. What? The one uptown. I think it is Chavisro. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So back to Noga. So back to Noga is that it was a it was a click for us, but we said that you know we're not we don't want to be Italian because Italian is your typical kosher dairy restaurant. Oh yeah, boring. Yeah, been um, We want to focus on you know the Lower East Side in general stuff that I've learned about the Lower East Side that a lot of people are very health conscious. I'm not sure if you heard of Dirt Candy. Um, it's it's actually a restaurant over here. It's not kosher. They're 100 percent vegan. It's about three to four week wait uh, to get in, no matter when you call. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ahmed. No, that doesn't help. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. And they're very health conscious, health forward. Everything is so at Noga, we focus on fresh. Everything comes in fresh daily. Um, you won't see vegetables from the day before. Oh, I love that. I yep. love that. Ooh. And it's all farm grown. Everything is organic, 100%. Do you go to the farmer's market to buy your stuff? Well, the chef does. Okay, not <laughs> yeah, you. Not I, I was there this morning. <laughs> yeah. So, and we do we do a lot of stuff like that, and everything is made in house. We out we don't outsource anything. Not the bagels, not the breads, um, not the pastries. Everything is hundred percent made in house. All the sauces, even the goat cheese. Like we get milk and we make goat cheese, and some of the cheese, like the ricotta cheese that we make. So yeah, everything is made very very fresh, and we're just trying to bring diversity to kosher between both Bison and Bourbon and Noga. And really, I would say that Noga is something that you just cannot compare. Like anybody asks me, what is it like? Is it like this? Is it like that? I say, look, I'm, I don't like comparing in general, but there is nothing to compare it to because it's just so unique and divine within, you know, the menu and everything that we were able I'm to put together. completely blown away now. At Bison and Bourbon, you, you had Khani's. Uh, yeah. You had Khani's. Uh, yeah, that was a beautiful event. Signing. You know, I was probably the only foodie not there. Uh-huh. You know, I suffer from FOMO on a good day. I was literally crying, but my it was my husband's grandmother's unveiling okay. um, that day. And I mean, she died 60 years ago, I'm just saying. But there, there was the. But you two, couldn't make it. No, yeah, no, no, I had to go to this. They had a new unveiling. Her Matsaba broke. Oh, and wow. The, yeah, so the, her her grandson, which is my husband's uncle, um, put up a new Matsaba. 
So wow. we, we went to that. I thought yeah, it was a perfect important. Mother's Day thing to bring the family together. Definitely. It was actually a beautiful event. But on the way home, I was kind of like crying. We had an amazing meal at Tea Fusion afterwards. So my uncle took us, the whole family, to Tea Fusion. Stopped the tears from coming out that I was missing <laughs> Honey's parties. Honey's a great friend of right. mine. But and thank God for Instagram and social media, right? I felt like I was there. <laughs> I felt like I got to be there. And I hope everybody is enjoying Millennial Kosher yeah. as much as I am. Beautiful book. Yeah, she's, she's so talented. And yours is too. Thank you, but it's Pesach book. Nobody wants to look at it during the year, which is so sad because I've got great recipes all year. I'm sorry. It's shameless plugging of my book. I can't help it. But I have another one coming out. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, the end Not of the Pesach year. Or, Not or Pesach or Pesach? No, Not Pesach. No. Okay. All the food that didn't go, can't go into my first book. Okay. Yeah, because that was Pesach. First. So all the Chomets food's going in. Um, yeah, so so you went in for two restaurants now. Went in for two restaurants. Don't tell me there's a third in the future. No third. Right now. <laughs> Yep. He's having a break. So let's let's start eating. Where's Cindy? What what Cindy's happened to right Cindy? Here. Cindy should be parking. She should be here. Oh, this okay. Is actually, some stuff from Noga. Oh, we have. Oh, yeah, we're actually, going. You in guys for... have utensils. Um, Rachel knows where everything is. Oh my God, we get to eat ZK. This is very exciting. Okay. Yeah. So even our even Ooh. our uh, to go bags are hundred percent like our uh, our uh, boxes. to go boxes are hundred percent organic. But not the plastic. Not the plastic. Well, you right. can't have everything. Right, we can't have everything. Okay, this is gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone, can you grab a camera? Yeah. I don't have a camera. My phone is... Oh, my gosh, guys. It's okay. Another day of eating. We actually also just imported a, uh, a huge wheel of cheese, a 90-pound wheel of cheese. Thank you. There you go. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Not, say that again. You just got 90 pounds of cheese. Of, of wheel from Italy. We imported a huge wheel of Parmesan. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I have a photo here. <gasps> okay. Let's show, hold that up to the camera. Guys, this is so exciting. Yeah. Wait. So, so I thought you were bringing... I'm, I'm happy that it's Milchix. Yes. Don't get me wrong. It's the middle yes. of the day. Is oh, you thought it was Fleshix? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were sending it from Bison. No. Bison oh. opens at 6. So oh, be, I was wondering. Staff comes in at 12. It would be a little tough. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm very happy to have Milchix. So I love Fleshix. You're Fleshix. having Fleshix soon. In the middle of the day, yeah. I'm like, you know. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's take a look. Let's so, open everything up. Yeah. And can I just say, even this, you've played it beautifully. Yeah. You know, he said when, when we're preparing for the show, we were talking about um, things being... You know, he was going to bring things. He was worried about how to plate it. But this is plated beautifully. Yeah. I'm actually going to stand up mid-show and take a photo. There you go. Okay. Okay, so you're going to tell me what we're me eating. Yeah. <laughs> okay, look look what goes on on the Nachum Siegel Network. Okay. Wow, this is so cool. Lots going on. Okay. All right. So I'm not going to – I didn't watch, so I can't eat the bread. Hey. Hey, joining us, walking into the studio – a super talented chef, Cindy. Cindy, what's your last name? Oh, Stadamirov. Stadamirov. Yeah. Okay, this is amazing. Cindy, thanks for coming. Yeah, sorry. Traffic is yeah, insane. Yeah. You know why? Because the president's in town. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I happened to have taken the train in this morning, so I think that was just sheer dumb luck. Cindy <laughs> was on Top Chef. Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. If, even better. <laughs> even worse. Even worse. It was hell, literally. <laughs> Um, so tell us a little bit about your background. Um, so, yeah, I've been um, at Bison and Bourbon now for two years since we've opened. Um, I come from an Italian-Colombian background, so cooking is a main staple in my house. And, yeah, I was on Hell's Kitchen. I was finished fourth out of uh, 20. Or that's like amazing. I, yeah, Good it was you. very incredible. It was very incredible. It was a great experience. Learned a lot from uh, Chef Ramsay. 
Okay. Is he as scary as he seems? Um, he is, <laughs> but he isn't. He's like a, he's like a teddy bear. Because he's got an accent. Yeah, that must be what it is. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me all the time, do I know him? I'm like, I'm Australian. He's British. Yeah. And he's like on TV and I'm on radio. We don't know each other. <laughs> it's a, It must be the accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. The Americans two. can't tell the accents apart. Okay. <laughs> so for, how many years ago was that? Oh, that was, oh, what's it, 2018? Oh, I'm getting old. Um, that was about five years ago. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. I still get recognized. I was just away um, over the weekend uh, in northern Maine, and somebody recognized me. Oh, like, that's Like, so awesome. far away from everything. That's a place in bourbon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And you were in the must be a... We did an event together. We did Must Be a Chopped Hunger. Yes, that was a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, that was back in August for Alex Rappaport. We're already thinking and talking about the next one. I see yoke running here. My heart is pattering. <laughs> Go ahead. Again. Yeah, the food looks okay, incredible. Okay, talk us about, talk about, walk us through, you know, we have a YouTube channel. So even though we're on radio, we also have our YouTube channel. Walk me through this. Definitely. Okay. While I so eat. So this is while you eat. All right. So that's a truffle Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. Um, has some if you look at it, it has some micro chilies on there it's really it's really good like all the these greens were picked literally within the last few days and they were in the farmers market today and we you know that's where they came from and um, oh my god this is amazing yeah i love the chili with the <laughs> yeah. parmesan cheese and this is the cheese that we imported i mean obviously we bought a full wheel but we're breaking it down and that's really fresh from italy it just came in about 2 weeks ago the cheese the parmesan this is magnificent. Yeah. I'm going to pass this round to everyone in my studio um, to try because this is like completely mind-blowing. ZK, you're going to try some of these. And Rachel, um, Gitty. Oh, Gitty, in five minutes you're on, mate. So start lining yourself up. Gitty and I are going to be drinking after this. <laughs> David and I get to stay for that. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Absolutely. Everyone is welcome. All the guests are welcome to stay throughout the show. Well, Hi, Gitty. you will be able to be able to drink Mescal cocktails at Bison and Bourbon and hopefully at No Good There you go. Okay. Okay. Cindy and I met last week. Last week and we made some cocktails already. I know. So. Emily had a blast. Okay. I cannot wait. And, oh, this is going to be incredible. All right. So what am I eating now? That's a black garlic avocado toast. It's uh, based with black uh, black garlic. The bread is uh, butter brioche, um, and it has a lot of special seasoning. It has some chickpeas, roasted chickpeas, avocado, the egg yolk. And oh my god, this is amazing! I'm not eating the bread because I'm I didn't wash. Um, I'm just eating the top. It's actually not hamoitzi. It's mostly butter. Most, mostly butter in the bread. That sounds good to me, but yeah. I have like a, my rabbi told me, if it looks like bread, it's bread. So, okay. I, you know, everyone's a little different. Definitely, definitely. Oh, my God, this is amazing. You should try the salad. Mm. Okay, you want? Of course. <laughs> Take, pass around Rachel, have you had? We are very good sharers here. Rachel, how is that? Very, very good. Very, very good. It's delicious. Okay. Enjoy. They're like, eat this all the time. They're like, ha. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right over here, we got a tuna croak. It's made, it's a... Sa- it's like a, a croak, madame? I guess. If, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay. So... Going right in for the salad. Yeah, that's a really good lemony, lemon vinaigrette salad. Mm. Some orange zest in there. Um, the sandwich has fresh tuna, so it's not your typical, it's fresh tuna. So it's kind of like a tuna tartare in a sandwich with an egg yolk on top. But, and also the bread is uh, butter brioche. Really, really good. This is killing me. This yeah. is amazing. I mean, if you can't eat the bread, just no, 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 lift I'm, it up and dig I'm, in. 
Yeah, that's exactly. What's this? Is this avocado? No, that's a sauce. Uh, I think it might be for the season. I think it may be mint pea okay, sauce. Okay, that, that might be going. Okay, so I'm going to take out a little salad and a little of the tuna. Um, yeah, and a little bit of the egg because you want a little bit of all that. It's there, there for a reason. Definitely. So you want it whenever you go out to eat, they bring you a very composed dish with many different components. You take a little bit of everything. Definitely. Right? Yep. Cindy, you would say that also. Yeah, absolutely. I, t I taste everything separately and then all together. Thank you, ZK. Yeah, everything should be perfectly seasoned, but it should come together like a nice marriage when you have it all together. Marriage of flavor. Exactly. I talk about that all the time. Okay. Yeah, if you don't season all the pieces, then this right. doesn't work. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Let's try a little bit of all this. I want a little bit of everything on the fork. Mmm. <laughs> she can't even talk. Speechless. <laughs> oh, my God. There's something in this. Is that that's fennel? Uh, yeah, this salad actually has some bits of fennel. Yeah, I, I taste fennel. Yeah. Mm. Good taste. Good buds. Mm. Fennel is very distinct. Yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, Naomi's been around the block when it comes to food. I think she could pick up a lot of things <laughs> yeah. more than most. I have it. 19 year old daughter that has a much finer palate than me she knows what's been which barrels of oak or corks or much better than i do when when she can she can really this needs i make her test everything taste everything i make that's incredible um, when i do because she has a much it's unbelievable yeah mm. Mm. all right all right what is this so beautiful this thing actually, over here okay that is greek yogurt with some maple and apples and homemade granola. I've never eaten yogurt in my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I take back what I just said. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I cannot <laughs> But I will because I am an open minded eater, right? Rachel, I've got to be open minded. I'm going to put a little bit on a fork because I would imagine you guys made your own Greek yogurt. Yes, we did. See? It smells like yogurt. I'm having a hard time here. Okay, holding it back from my nose. Okay. I put a little bit with some of the seeds and some of the, what's this, maple? Yep. Okay, see, I'm doing it. I'm eating yogurt. Do I say Shekhiano? I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> I love the expression. <laughs> Whoever's not viewing, just what minute is this? Um, I just want to say, <laughs> yogurt's still yogurt, but I appreciate this. I do eat Lebanese and, and plain yogurt. Amazing. I do love Lebanon. Love, 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 love. Yeah. Okay, that's a bit yogurty for me. <laughs> it's a big step in my life. I'm 47. This is the first time I've willingly put yogurt in my like straight up like really? that. Yeah. Wow. Because you said it was going to be good. I that. ate. I ate it. All right. All right. We've got one minute left before we have to switch over. Yep. And you guys will stick around. We're going to make some cocktails together. Oh, yes. Okay. What's what am I adding? Oh wait. Sure. Let me guess. This is this has got to be goat cheese on top of a bed of. Beets because goat cheese and, exactly. and oh baby exactly. goat cheese and beets are a marriage of yep. flavors. So even the goat cheese that you're tasting right now you is make. we make the goat cheese and it really is super creamy. That's it's not normal. It's more like a spread as opposed to like a hard goat cheese. And um, yeah, that's a really with baby arugula on top. It's a beautiful, beautiful salad. Just very easygoing. Very. This is nice. Yeah. This is lovely. It's good love. for any time of the day, especially if you're health conscious. But people don't love goat. 
right? Do you find that? Like goat and lamb, dark, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a tang in the cheese, but that that kind of adds the complexity and the quality to it, and that you have to really appreciate that in order yeah. to enjoy goat cheese. I, I, I agree. I agree. This is really, you know, something, something. Yeah. Wow. Okay, before You're we try last dish, um, Judy said we can do a giveaway? Definitely. Okay, say what it's going to be. You have to think of it. The couple. A couple? Dinner for two. Dinner for two at? Either or. Either. You can go, you can choose. You can go, we'll give you the details. Um, you can either go to Noga or Bison and Bourbon. Oh, All you have to do, this is not an Instagram giveaway. I want to see you email in. Yep. Naomi at NachamSiegel.com. And I will take those winners and I will put them in touch with Judy. And they will win dinner for two. Definitely. I love that. Thank and you so much. And they can choose meat or dairy. Okay. <laughs> this is actually my favorite dish in the restaurant right here. Wow. Okay. This is your favorite dish. Okay. Favorite for dish. starters, I love broccolini. Broccolini is a cousin of a broccoli. Would I say that, Cindy? Yeah, definitely. Second okay. cousin once removed. Yeah. That's well, exactly Twice right. kicked out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just pull a little bit of broccolini off. I love broccolini, full of all the good, healthy stuff. Yeah. So the sauce over here underneath the fish mm -hmm. is what I, I think is like makes this whole, uh, you know, dish very divine and unique. It's a uh, homemade sauce, obviously, made from a lot of things that the chef put together. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too complicated for me to remember all the details. Cindy, I need to learn how to make the, crisp, the skin crispy. Like uh, yeah, there's definitely a technique to it. Nice hot pan. Um, a little bit, depending on if you're doing dairy or meat, olive oil or butter. And the, the, see how there's a slit in the skin there? Yep. Helps to keep the skin flat so that it doesn't curl up. And that'll get you the crispiness to all four corners of the fish. This is magnificent. Guys, you have got to go to Noga. Make reservations right now through... NogaNYC.com Okay, this is magnificent. Wow, I hope you guys can stick around. Bison and bourbon. Noga, the best flavors put together, best quality ingredients, the best ambiance. I can definitely say the best. Yep, and I don't definitely. like to say the best because I don't want to exclude so many other people that I know. But really, <laughs> you have the best and the most unique ambiance right there at, at Bison and Bourbon. The summer's coming up. Go for dinner, sit outside, have some drinks. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Judy's there. He'll come say good day. And we do have actually a promotion going on during the summer. Oh. For all cocktails and alcoholic beverages, or actually all beverages coming from the bar, uh, Saturday nights are 20% off. Oh, that is great to know, everyone. All right, yeah. but make sure you make reservations. Guys, thank you so much. We're going to switch seats. All right. Go We're going to have a l'chaim now uh, with a hoover. With a hoover. With Gitty. He's on the next show. I'm meeting up with uh, a hoover later on today from Homegrown Kosher. Okay, I'm going to throw those that plate and that forks out. Gitty. Hi. Welcome. Okay, great. See you and actually sit down and talk. Oh, than just I'm so them. excited, guys! Here's the plate. Here's the covers. We we'll put them. But but everyone should eat. You know, <laughs> I have. Uh, okay, you have to go. Thank you so much. We will talk. I hope everybody is going to join in. I'm just saying goodbye to Judy, and I hope you'll all uh, email in for a chance of winning the giveaway with Judy. How cool is that? Bison and bourbon or noga? Dinner well, for two. Miskeo, which is what we're about to talk about, is going to be on the menu. I know. For sure in Bison, and let's hope also in Nogu. Bartenders love it because it's let's, actually different than anything that's on the kosher so market. So let's back it up for one second. Gitty and I, Gitty reached out to me through Shash Turin, I think. Shashi Turin. I Shash, know Shashi for years. Okay, we love her to pieces. So she said, I've got a friend who made 
who makes this um, coffee, Kahlua-like drink. you got to try it. Can she send you some? I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay, arrives at my house, sat, sat there for a few days because it said coffee and I wanted to make sure I could have it like earlier on in the day because if I have coffee after 4 o'clock, I'll be awake till the next well, day. Well, it does have caffeine in it. Right. So I'm like very pure... careful and I, I had some and I'm like, oh, my God. I called her up and I'm like, you're on my show. When can you come in? ASAP. This was like literally a week ago. Literally. As soon as we could, first time in the studio with ZK, we, we, we arranged to meet up today. Um, so how did a from mum come to be a wine baker? Well, really started as a funny story. Years ago, we're talking at least six years ago, my mother loved a different brand of coffee liqueur that's not kosher anymore. So we decided for the fun of it to make our own kosher version. Kahlua. She's talking about Kahlua. <laughs> I guess. He who must not be named. But we came up, like, my whole kitchen calendar was covered in freezer containers labeled with different formulations that we were trying. So we came up with one that was really good, and we brought it for Purim to the table. And my in-laws have a house with tons of people coming and going. And within, like, two hours, it was gone. It was finished, and people were requesting it. I was giving it to my family in freezer containers, Till like strangers were trying it and asking for it. So we got bottles and we came up with our name, which is Miskeo. It means to brew and blend in Latin. And we were selling it out of our house, like bootleggers. <laughs> and it's the prohibition in the 21st century. And then people were really asking for it. So we worked about, we found some people to help us. And we actually launched on the market. We launched for Purim. So we're out pretty much just four months. Perfect timing. Like it doesn't yeah. get paid. It was it was it was a hustle to get into pretty much all the kosher stores in New York and New Jersey for Purim. But through word of mouth, it's really been doing well. Like people are really liking it because it's not like anything on the kosher market. I'm so excited to try it. What separates yours from the uh, the whatchamacallit brand? All those other all the other brands. All the so other first brands. First of all, it's not very sweet. Okay. Most of the coffee liqueurs out there are very, very sweet and very, very thick. Right. This is smooth. It's not as sweet. And it does have a higher alcohol content. It's 35%. Oh, oh! let me tell you, after I tried it, I was not able to go to Gourmet Glad afterwards. I had to wait till I sober. Because. <laughs> right, Cindy? No, yeah, it's strong. It's stronger. But the thing is, is that there's a misconception. People think that liqueur should not have a high alcohol content. It should be this sweet little drink that, you know, we just down like water or, you know, soda water with a little alcohol. That's not what liqueur is supposed to be. In the non-kosher markets, the liqueurs all have 35 40%. In the kosher market, they're all these, you know, 15 18 maybe 20%. But the higher the alcohol content, the higher, better it stands up in cocktails, in baked goods, so good in mixed know. drinks. Because it has, it's more powerful. And it's much smoother. It leaves you with like an aftertaste of, I want more instead of, I need a glass of water. Very interesting. So, uh, bartenders love it because it mixes so beautifully and it's so coffee forward that it holds its own. I like how you say coffee. <laughs> well, I'm a real New Yorker. I know, I know. Red. It's funny, but I'm, remember, I'm sensitive to accents because, you know, I have 
I'm, you know, I'm Amer- uh, Australian. So I, I know you have a very thick New York accent. I love it. I actually try to temper it sometimes just so I no, don't. No, don't. Sound. I love it. It's <laughs> fabulous. It's fabulous. Okay. So so did you have to learn mixology to show everyone how to use your drinks? Or? No. It's actually the drinks I'm showing today are actually fun drinks that we created at home. But I like your home. <laughs> My home's a lot of fun. We have a bar. I would imagine. <laughs> But I actually, I work full time. I was never really in this industry. I, I, I teach. I do ABA. It sort of just happened that it became a business. Good for you. I love and that. Okay. I asked the guys on my show last week, from brain to shelf, how long was that? Well, you have to realize it was different. We were on the market. We were just on the market. People had to contact me personally. No, no, no. Meaning from when you had the idea, hmm, let's do this, mix, make a... You know, uh, actually make it, bring it onto the stores. From the concept of, of, of thinking, let's do this, to having it on the shelves. One year, two years, three So six from months. when it came from, let's not sell it out of the house and let's sell it. No, we, no, before, even before that. That took it, From when we started to when we were selling, it was a couple of months. But okay. it was in my house late at night playing around. So, and, and even, let's take it even back even further from when you said, let's start mixing drinks at the table, making them in ice cubes. That we do all the time. Okay, no, but when did this really start? Like from the beginning, beginning, beginning. So it's about six years. Six yeah. years. So it took you six years. But to bring it around. to real market from when I took what my recipe to perfect, from, from, to, from perfecting the recipe and getting the ideas to let's right. do this. But then from when I took it from making it in my house, selling it to, you know, my friends and family to what you can buy on the store shelves, it's going to be two years this summer. Oh, my God. Two years of hard work, right? It was hard work. The last four months was really, like, getting – I'm right now I don't have a huge team behind me, so getting into every store is pretty much me. And I see on the back there's three Hersches. Right? It's really only two. Okay. It has the OU. Woohoo! And it has the NSK. The NSK has the English version and the Hebrew What's version. What's NSK? NSK is New Square. It's pretty much top. Okay. Like – the top hersher you can get. Okay. Now, what does Miseo Miskeo. mean? Miskeo. is how you pronounce it. And it means to brew. Who came up with that name? I love it. In Latin. My husband, actually. Very clever. It's a different name. We wanted something different. My bottle also. It's very it's classy. Beautiful it's a beautiful bottle. bottle. It's like the bottom is square and it becomes round. And it's different. It's not like what, when you go into the kosher store and you see it on the shelf, it doesn't look like anything Clean else. lines. It's beautiful. The design of the bottle. I a really cool designer. Now, how, how do you do it? You've got to go get a hersher. Do you have to go through legal? Like, yes. To be, have a so I had to go through liquor whole, license? Yes. <laughs> I had to go through the whole process to get a liquor license. So I don't have the liquor license to sell. I have the liquor license to produce because I don't actually produce it. I have a distillery in upstate New York that produces it for me. Like you outsource the production. It's not that I outsource it. You can't. I can't do it in my own kitchen anymore. No. Not legally. <laughs> not legally and not kosherly. So are you my coming to your bathtub. <laughs> but I know it's, it's actually created in a distillery. And um, Who's your I'm distributor? Also, it's actually distributed at a Park Street, which is a company based out of Florida. They do the importing. And as well as distribution. They specialize in small brands like startups. I just love this. 
But um, and her name's on the back. Like I she, guess I signed she every tells the story. This proves that I really believe in it because if I didn't sign my name to it, then you wouldn't know that I really signed okay. it. Okay. Are we starting to drink now? <laughs> okay. I'll Friday morning. You, you know what? Drop. No, no, no. Somewhere in the world, it's already it's kiddish. It's a no. It's kiddish time it's somewhere. Kiddish time. You know, in Australia, it's already Shabbos morning. My dad's making kiddish for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually delicious to have this Shabbos morning kiddish. Or oh wait, he needs anytime. He's flying the plane. Have a little sip, but really, ZK, mamash one sip because you have to sober up to end the show. <laughs> to hit the outro music. It's not that little bit will make him drunk. You know, Rachel, Rachel will be the only one who'll be lit because she's not 21. She could be the only one that can you know what the, run the switchboard. You know what the funny thing is, is that whenever I do tastings, men are like, I don't drink. Come sit down. I don't drink um, liqueur. I only drink, you know, hard stuff. And then I'm like, try it. And they're really shocked. And then all of a sudden the women are like, I can finally have something I can drink with my husband. Oh. Because women love it, but men love it too. This is amazing. You know, we just got a surprise guest on the show. Do you yes, know that I is? know. I actually That is Donny Klein. Donny Klein, welcome to the Nachum Siegel Network. You want some? He just surprised yeah, us. Good, thank you. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Donny. I finally got you in the studio. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. Oh, wow. You've been a guest on the show many times, but he ta- he sent me a text a little while ago. I'm in the area. I'm like, come on by and... I didn't know if this was actually going to Oh, we happen. actually met. He actually tried my product and he really liked it. Yeah, I have it at home. Uh, served it over Shavuos this past week. Do you know, I feel really bad. I forgot to tell you I was coming to West Hempstead. For five? I was there for three days. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't tell it's you. Fine. We had a lot of company. Yeah, I know. I heard. I heard you invited Esty. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. couldn't come though. I know. She was told me that she had. And once West Hempstead is the happening place now. Did you know that? It's, it's, I think it's an alternative community for people who don't want some of the hustle and bustle of some of the other suburban areas. Um, so if you want an alternative to like the Five Towns or Teaneck, I think West Hempstead, West Hempstead's a, it's an interesting I love it. It's my, there, yeah. it's my 11th shovel ward in a row. I'm um, going to West Hempstead. My husband's Chavrusa of 30 years lives there. So we always spend shovel together. That sounds like um, fun. Yeah, it's fun. We have a good time. We have a little lachaim every meal. We, they do a little learning, a lot of learning, Baruch Hashem. Um, it's very nice. So um, so we're, we're going to have some drinks here. You know Cindy, right, Donnie? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Head chef, executive chef at Bison and Bourbon. Uh, general manager now. General manager. Changed my role. Changed your role. Okay, that's Should good a little bit. Should I take a break bit. from cooking? Um, yeah, a little bit of a break, but um, still very much involved uh, okay. with helping in the kitchen still. Okay, no, that's amazing. I think we gotta have a manager that can do everything. Yes, right. You know, I know when I did my book, the most important person when we did the production of the book was the manager. (laughs) I could not, which was Melinda Strauss for me. You can't do that yourself. You know, you're the you have to be able to do everything. And and I'm really excited that you've got that position because you can you you know food and you know customer service, so it's all coming together. That's what we need in restaurants as well, right? You know, let's talk to Donnie about that. Yeah, that's kosher, right? Like you would agree that. Yes, I think that that having somebody who both knows the kitchen and knows the front, you know, front of house. Front of house, that was the word yeah, I was looking for. Right, who understands both sides will will help make sure that everything's running smoothly on both ends, and ultimately you want to please the customer. Okay. So somebody who who has an understanding of what's happening in the front, what's happening in the back, is going to be uh, successful. Okay. All right. We yeah. don't realize how much a restaurant has so many moving parts. Oh, beyond. I yeah. think that we just had duty here. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's funny. So because I, I'm at an event here in in um, Lower East Side for the day, 
I popped into Noga for for breakfast and and chatted with Duddy for for a bit. And uh, and we had the Rebbe's choice here, and I know yes. that you guys brought that up. He was just here. I have all the herring outside. That's, it's that's hilarious because he mentioned it, right? He mentioned that I literally recommended that product to him maybe four hours. This ago. all came together. Yeah. Um, but what I want to say to to your last point about restaurants that you know consumers don't recognize all the involvement that goes into running a restaurant, whether it's a small like twenty or forty seat place or a massive place like Bison and Bourbon, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that it's it's really really insane. Um, so I I don't I don't envy that that role. I don't envy that position. <laughs> Um, I, I respect those that can, that can do it well and that could, that can really pull it off. Um, and I think that consumers who are quick to judge, um, should think about that entire experience on the flip side. I think that, you know, there are consumers that are rightfully upset when they are putting down a a lot of money and a lot of their hard earned money for, you know, a a, a nice restaurant experience and they don't get what they thought they were going to get. Right. So, so I, th- I think that there's there's an important um, perspective on both sides, and um, the smart restaurant managers and owners and chefs are the ones that listen to their customers and evolve and change and do better. Right, right. No, I think that's really well said, and I think people need to hear that as well. Uh, CK is busy taking photos. This is a great celeb moment here. Even I love watching, seeing everyone here in this room. Let's make some cocktails. All right. So I'm very excited. This game actually works really well in cocktails because it's not so sweet and it's pretty coffee forward. I don't I don't love overly sweet drinks. I don't get America's fixation with tons of sugar. Right? Well, the kosher market has been overly fixated with sweet stuff for a very long time. Since since Ashkenazis. (laughs) It's starting to change. It's like you go to a regular Ashkenaz house and near the chicken is a piece of um, like apple pie, like sweet Cookal yeah. or sweet something, where that's supposed to be dessert. Well, that's what it's like in Australia. We don't put out a fruit cup for an appetizer. Americans do that. The Ashkenaz. <laughs> Ashkenaz. Okay, right. The Ashkenaz and But it's American. starting to change. It's like I don't do it in my house, and I cook very different than my family. And sometimes my mother looks at what I'm serving, and she just <laughs> she doesn't understand it because we cook very differently. And I, I you, can't do it. Your husband's fartic. No, my husband's not. Whereas Ashkenaz and, and but you like spice, okay? We, we, we like uh, spice, and we also don't like sweet. Okay, I, I, I also don't. Okay, let's see what this one's going to be. We've so got we ten are, minutes to have a lachaim. We are going to do an ounce, a little bit more. Okay, so she's using uh, what do they call that thing? That's a jigger. A jigger. A jigger. It's an easy way to measure things, right? And each it's side has two sides, uh, but you can also count. You can also count. Well, sure, you could count, but. An right. ounce of what gin. is it? Three count to three is half an ounce. Count to five is one I mean, ounce. Count. It really, it really just depends on the bartender. But right. that's why I, we at the restaurant at Bison use jiggers in order to create consistency. Just like the kitchen should be using measuring tools when they're doing. Oh, stuff. I love that. That's because a really you want the same point. cocktail to be the same flavor every time you get it. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, that's a great point. Correct what? measuring. What is this? This is Nigure sake. Nigure sake. It's oh, that's a different sake. version of sake. This regular clear sake. Which each sake actually has its own distinct flavor. Nuguri sake is a much creamier version of sake. So, so it actually adds much creamierness to the drink. 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> did you just hear that crackle in your ears? Okay. That. The ice with the microphones. Woo! Oh, I need my orange peel. Okay. Do we have orange peel? Yeah, we do. Oh, baby. And we, we had martini drinking. glasses, but we couldn't really bring martini glasses here. So. Yeah, yeah. We're using plastic cups. Okay. But I do. I'm a big, I'm a big drink snob. I, I drink Trust everything me. out of a glass. Even my coffee out of a glass, not even Come out on. of a mug. This smells insane. Oh, my god! It's actually really good. We call this the Orient Express. The Orient Express. Okay. I can just drink, right? Do you know why? Here's, here's to you, ZK. Okay. All right. Uh, now let's see if what you think. I already made a bracha before on the other one, so I'm just going to have that all in mind. I'm not having because I'm driving. I took the train in. Wow. This is amazing. Isn't that This good? is really nice. Yeah. Wow. All right, this is this new new glass. It's actually really cool. It's supposed to be meant for um, bourbon, really. <gasps> it's called the meat glass. Is, it, is this because you need to do this? No, 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 no. It's supposed to take out the burn. And when you drink it, it's supposed to get the most flavor out of it. Okay. It's actually really, really cool glass. Okay, how, how do we find these? What do we call them? Um, Here, you can I have the box? I'll hold it up to the camera. It's worth out of Muncie from the grapevine where you actually can purchase Mosqueo. Okay, I'm going to um, hold that up to the actually one of the distributors, and he was promoting it. By the way, you can get Mosqueo at pretty much all kosher wine and liquor stores in Brooklyn, Muncie, Williamsburg, Lakewood, Does Five Chateau Town, Divide? Chateau and Divide. Before Perm, I did an event there, a tasting I wish on Friday. I, it's like right down the block from me. Oh, I didn't know you then. I know. No. Well, you were next well, time. Now I'll come back. We're going to come back again, we'll and we're going to do more. If your local store doesn't have it, you can ask for it, and they can reach out to me. On Instagram or email, and I will come by. Let's try some of those. And it's really simple to get it. I want to try something with the bitters because we just learned so all that's about what bitters. We're do about with bitters. We just learned all about bitters with um with Judy. He told he told us how they in in Bison and Bourbon they make, they make their, their own, own bitters. So I sometimes make my own. I actually haven't made since Pesach. There's nothing like ice. Every time you drop the <laughs> ice in. Thank you, Donnie Klein, for joining us. No problem. Thanks for can, having me. Can you come back again? We'll try. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing like the sound thank of you. ice going into. I know. Uh, thank you. Thank you. A shaker. It's so nice to see you. It's good seeing you, Donnie. Okay. okay. This calls for a frangelico. Okay. So Donnie Klein came for a quick visit. Um, he had a meeting on the Lower East Side, and I said, please come to the studio because he can never get in here in the middle of the day. And some dis- an ounce of each, an ounce of disarona. I, I disarona. I love that. And it has an OU. I love it even neat. This one is great. Neat means just with ice, correct? Neat no, means neat means nothing. plain. Just um, straight just from the neat. bottle into a right. glass. Into a glass. Or okay. straight from the bottle. Um, this one's called <laughs> With a straw. <laughs> or IV. On the rocks. On the rocks. Means that oh, it's with oh, ice. Nachon, right. That's right. what the ice is. This is rye. Rye is a type of bourbon. There are very many different types of rye. Sounds like I know exactly what I'm talking about. You do. You're getting away good. great. Yeah. You sound this is, great. This is, you're right on the money, though. Well, I pretty much know She's most authentic. Of Cindy my knows. <laughs> also, once I came, joined this business, I really have to know what I'm talking yeah. about. Right, but when I find, and ZK will back me up on this, just about everybody who comes here is very passionate about what they do because I love passion, um, but they're knowledgeable, right? Like everyone really comes forth with knowing their field and everything around it, right? They do their homework. Well, if you don't do your homework and you don't know what you're talking about, then it calls yeah. for an ounce of mescal. Okay. Now we're going to shake. And it calls for just two dashes of, of Agostura bitters. Agostura bitters. Oh, that's what he was saying. What yeah. is Agostura bitters, Cindy? These are super classic bitters that have been around for a long time. It's actually one of the only brands. There's only a couple of brands on the market that are kosher. 
Um, National Kashrut, yeah. But they are very aromatic. Um, mm, smells divine. Yeah, they're really fantastic. Product of Thailand, so interesting. Yeah. Now, what's ag- Angostura as opposed to something else? Um, so it's just the blend of the roots that they use in order to create that bitter aspect. So they use angelic root, they use um, orange peel, they'll use clove, they'll use um, chamomile. They'll use a bunch of different ingredients. So it's just that particular blend is an Angostura. Fantastic. I actually have another set of bitters here. It's not, I'm not making you drink with it, but a mole bitters with uh, chocolate. I can, I can try. I'm taking the train home. What? I to drink? Tr- yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. just having little, I'm actually just having little sips. It's actually I love this. Oh my God. This I is like a little bit different. The other one. Yeah. It's a little bit brighter. Oh, wow. I love this. This is really but good. But they're both strong, but they're both wow. not too strong. The rye. Um, I'm a little bit of a snob when it comes to whiskeys and bourbons. Okay. <laughs> but the rye comes through so nicely, nicely on this, right? And it complements the mosqueo back and forth. Like, because, there's not a battle. Right. It's like a nice marriage. And marriage is so well because it's coffee forward without being so sweet. Exactly. It's everything so it forward. It works so Flavor well. forward. Really? And I I'm like telling you, cold. bartenders love it. Well, stick this on, this on ice, which is also what I brought you that would have fun. I brought just plain heavy cream, mosquito and cream oh, do a little bit with that. ice. That's really That'll be amazing. our last drink. We have our last drink coming up. Um, guys, you got to grab yourself a bottle of this. We can't even do a giveaway because it's probably illegal. You can do a giveaway. <laughs> what does that mean? I can give away one of your bottles? You can give away one of my bottles. What? So I can say, hey, guys, if you want a bottle of mosquito... This has been a show full of giveaways. Everyone's going to put in for both. You can win a bottle of Mosqueo. Actually, yeah, so so I'm going to give – can I do a giveaway? Yeah. Uh, can you ship? I can ship it. Anywhere you can in the ship United it anywhere, States. anywhere in the United States. I can't ship it. You can, I, can, I don't know how to ship. I'll teach you how You'll to ship. You'll teach me how to ship. <laughs> I'll teach okay, you how to ship. Okay, great. So what we're going to do is if you want to win a bottle of Mosqueo, you have to email me, Naomi, at nachamsegel.com. This is not an Instagram one. You don't have to have Instagram. Just make sure you follow them regardless. I mean, I'm just saying follow them. But the way to enter is Naomi at nachamsegel.com. Say, I want to win the Bison and Bourbon slash Noga one and or I'm also, but I want separate emails and a one for Mosqueo. Also on my website, which is mosqueolicures.com, I have great recipes that are really simple. Um, cocktail recipes as well as brownies and mousse and cheesecakes that you can do with it. I actually made a ganache and I put in two tablespoons of the ganache. Ganache is when you melt um, chocolate into cream. And I decided to throw in two tablespoons of mosquito. It was delicious. Well, for sure. Because first of all, alcohol just makes everything, everything better. <laughs> but it oh, wait, takes... So, so does heavy cream. This I'm is, just saying. This is adult chocolate milk. Okay. I, I mean, like who that. wants to have like regular kids chocolate milk? That's oh, just that's not fun. Oh, this is so rich and decadent. This is pure decadence. You're going to have a tummy ache from all the the heavy creams. For sure. Mosqueo appeared so well because in cheesecakes and just with heavy cream or in mousse, it appears so well and it holds its own and it's actually really good. So now it's like Shalsha this time in the summer when you're having hosting people. There's a great, on my website, I have a great coffee freeze with this. That is so delicious and decadent, but yet easy to make. I love this, guys. This has been such an amazing show. Oh my gosh, I love that you're. This was so much fun. From woman in business, just taking things up a level, branching out of your comfort zone. You're you're a, you're an ABA therapist now. You're a bootlegger. <laughs>
but you're a, a, a record. Well, now it's legal. Now it's now legal. Like it I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Cindy is super talented. Thank Chef you. front of the house, extraordinaire at Bison and Bourbon. Um, and you have watched it with Noga? Um, I'm just helping David a little bit with consulting over there. So I'm actually going to head over there now and okay. have a little bit of lunch. Right here on the Lower East Side. Everyone, I want to wish you all a Shabbat Shalom. Um, we have uh, music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up until Lechbenching. And don't forget to listen to Mark right after the show um, for his Erev Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. L'chaim. See you next week.